0: The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host from her home studio is Dr. Claudia Michela. Good morning, Dr. Claudia.
1: Good morning, Tina. How are you?
0: I'm good, thank you. And it finally seems like the April showers have moved along, and we're enjoying the May flowers, and yes, some sunshine too today. It certainly helps, don't you think?
1: Absolutely. I'm so excited to have some sun in my life and uh, just kind of feel like spring and summer are on the way. A little motivation for sure.
0: Now, while we spoke recently about how people are hunkering down and cooking and baking bread during this pandemic, some are also trying to work out at home, or at least we should be, right? We shouldn't let that part go? (laughs)
1: Uh, you know what, this is the perfect time during this COVID pandemic uh, to get in shape and to reach optimal health. Um, you would think that because of what's going on in the world, we'd all be more inclined to push ourselves to stay fit and healthy, um, and it should be the top of our list right now. We want to be physically active, and that is because of many reasons. So if we want to stay healthy and avoid certain things, comorbidities, and even avoid uh, getting COVID or at least recovering from it a lot more quickly, we want to keep our physical um, abilities up. And one of the reasons is that when you exercise, you transport oxygen and nutrients into the cells. I'm going to get a little bit of you know chemistry in here. Um, and that enhances the transport of carbon dioxide out of the body. So that's a good thing. You want oxygen in and carbon dioxide out. And that'll cause your body to be um, stronger. It'll boost your immune system. And it doesn't have to be a crazy amount of exercise. You really have to walk 20 minutes a day, three to four times a week.
0: And you beat me to it. That was my next question. How much physical activity then is required?
1: So you don't have to, you know, get into hours a day. It really only requires 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes of walking, three times a week, and that will help to reduce your blood pressure. That lessens your risk of stroke, and it will mitigate some chronic pain um, that you might be experiencing. And it'll improve your heart and lung functions. Like, who doesn't want all of those benefits, right? Heart disease is the leading cause of death in women over 50, and it can be managed through diet and exercise. So if you're sedentary and you're a woman in your 50s, you are twice as likely to die from a heart attack. So let's just get active, right?
0: And it's going to be, you know, it's likely very easy to put on weight at this time. How do you stay focused? How do you stay disciplined? How do you get on that track to stay physically active?
1: So you know what? It just starts from the mind. Um, you know, I, I talk about cooking at home more often. And When I say cooking at home more often, it doesn't mean packing in only carbs and baking you know, um, sugar-rich foods. It's about organizing your meals. We all have a bit more time now to be organized and to create those schedules. So if you really write things down, create a plan for the week throw in the 20 to 30 minutes of walking three to four times a week, it's actually really easy to do, and it's the perfect time to do it. Why would we not take advantage in a positive way of this little bit of extra time that we have to be focused on our health when it really is going to serve us in the long run?
0: Now, what about specifically, I know you mentioned heart disease, but what about bone loss, and especially for women at this time? Does exercise help in that regard?
1: Absolutely. So bone loss in women and men, but you, in women it usually starts at around age 35 if you can believe it. So if you add a little bit of strength training into your regular exercise program, you'll notice a big difference. And it, like I said, it doesn't have to be you know, heavy weights. Um, you're lifting a couple of pounds, you should have some free weights at home, and you can do some non-weight-bearing activity like swimming, um, and that is good for the bones. It'll create the density in the bone that you need in order for you to avoid things like osteopenia and osteoporosis in the long run.
0: And you talked about weights. Uh, Our colleague here at 105.9, Ann Romer, she suggested to me that you could even use uh, the cans that you would find in your pantry to work out. (laughs) What do you think about that idea? Absolutely.
2: (laughs)
1: That's a great idea, and that's a great way to be innovative because if you don't have them at home right now, you're likely not going to a store or a gin or anywhere that would sell weights to buy them. So just be innovative. Use a can. Um, I know some people who are using, like, the little bottles of water because you don't need a lot of weight. We're not talking about lifting, you know, 30 to 50 pounds. We're talking about a couple of pounds just to create a bit of resistance and tension on the muscles that's going to help pack the bone in and keep it solid.
0: Now, what about if you haven't worked out before or haven't in a while. How do we take that first step?
1: So you start with a 20-minute walk. Okay, so you're going to walk for 20 minutes. When you get back from your walk, if you're going outdoors, if you're on a treadmill, it's the same protocol. You're going to walk for 20 minutes. You're going to start a really simple stretching program. And if anybody needs it, they can just reach out to me. I have one on my website. It's really simple. And then you're going to slowly do weights. So you're going to start with five reps and um you know then build it up to 10 reps and then you can build it up from there but you really do want to start somewhere and start mild and then work your way up.
0: And is that a 20 minute start? Is that for anybody at any age?
1: Absolutely because you can modify the intensity. So if you're if you're somebody who's relatively active and you want to walk speed walk for 20 minutes because you know your body can handle it, go for it. If you've never walked and you have joint pain, you're going to walk at a slower pace. The important thing is combining a walk with a 15-minute stretch, roughly. So you want to stretch your body for 10 to 15 minutes after a 20 to 30-minute walk.
0: And Dr. Claudia, before we take our first break, give us your website then address, and we will go there to find those tips.
1: Sure, it's www.thecenterforhealth.ca. If you go under services, it's the last... um, tab that you click, and you'll find a beautiful PDF of some 12 to 15 stretches.
0: Coming up next, how to start your exercise program at home from a familiar name. This is the Wellness Prescription on 1059 The Region. Stay with us. Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059, tweet us at 1059 the region, or email us info at 1059TheRegion.com.
2: Southside Family Restaurant on Highway 7 in Markham continues to serve up fresh and delicious meals every day. Enjoy a new favorite or take a break and treat the family for dinner. With curbside pickup and free delivery, it's never been easier to eat well. Find out more at SouthSideRestaurantMarkham.com.
1: Beretta beef, chicken, and pork are raised without antibiotics, hormones, and steroids. For the best of locally grown proteins, go to berettafarms.com and click on online shop. All orders over $200 receive free shipping within the GTA, and you can get 20% off your first order by using the promo code TheRegion. Shop Canadian raised meats and choose the quality of Beretta Farms for your
0: family. A message from Public Choice Realty. As the exceptional situation continues to unfold, Public Choice Realty has responded with considerable new measures to help keep you safe. Some of these include offering virtual viewings, limiting 30-minute bookings, no overlapping in appointments, virtual client consultations, offers being presented remotely, electronic signatures available, providing sanitizers before and after visits where possible, and adjusting state of emergency standard clauses in all our transactions to ensure all parties have a thorough understanding of their deals. We continue to offer the quality service we are known for, and we're happy to serve your needs. Public Choice Realty, we make it simple. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. I'm Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Dr. Claudia McKella.
1: Thank you, Tina. Our guest today is lifelong athlete Jana Webb. Welcome back to the show, Jana. And how are you doing these days?
2: Uh, I'm good. You know, (laughs) with this COVID and having to be home, to be honest, it's been a blessing in disguise for me, and I've been able to slow down and not be on an airplane, and not travel, (laughs) and yeah, all the things that I feel like I've been missing in my life for the last few years, so I feel grateful.
1: You know what, I'm so happy to hear you say that because I feel the same way. I think it's a great time to recharge and reset, and in your opinion, is now a good a time as ever to get into shape.
2: Well, I think there's no excuses now. <laughs> like, what else are you doing? <laughs> so, Because, I mean, the biggest objection we always hear is, I don't have time. And I'm like, well, you know what? You're not going to get by
1: on this one. <laughs> That's so true. And so, if in that case, how how do you recommend? So we know you're a lifelong athlete, um, and you also developed uh, yoga, which is amazing. So, if somebody wanted to get in shape and get started, would yoga be the place to start?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we yoga basically teaches people how to move properly, right? So, you know, although our market is pro athletes, and you know, we work with some of the best athletes in the world, the program. Really is designed just to teach people to move functionally, um, to protect their bodies, to keep them safe, and to maintain range of motion and all those things that we need, just in overall health.
1: And so, if you start, if you've never done yoga before, right, what would be Mm -hmm. the first thing that you would recommend for somebody? So, if they don't. experience with any exercise? Is it something that they could just start? Where could they find it if, you know, we're not going to gyms, all those are closed, so where would you suggest they get started?
2: Yeah, I mean, well, we just launched with two different um, avenues now people can do the program at home. The first one is on the FitPlan app, which I've developed for beginners, so there's a program called Yoga Foundations on there. So that's definitely catered for people who have never done anything like this type of workout before, and it's very instructional and and designed to be very educational so people can actually learn um, about their bodies. My intention is always to educate and give people the power and make them accountable for understanding their own bodies. So that program involves those two things. And we also just launched with Samsung. So if you have a Samsung TV, I think it's a 2019 model, you can just flip on your TV and the program in your living room, which is really cool.
1: That's amazing! Wow. So, if you wanted to get started at home, you easily could, and um, you could reap the benefits. Now, in starting a program like yoga, um, how long would somebody need in order for them to start to see results? Is it immediate? Do they what do they what would they expect to feel?
2: You know, it's, that's a great question because I've, i I always I always it, it's based on that person. I think you feel results after five minutes of doing it if you're in tune with your body. So it really depends how people, you know, how aware they are of their bodies. If somebody has never exercised before, they're, you know, it might take them a little bit longer to understand the language. You know, it's like anything. If you just start something new, if you pick up a guitar, right, The first few times, the first few lessons may feel frustrating because you don't understand it and you need to do more lessons and you need to practice. Um, But if somebody has already been working out and they, you know, have been training their whole lives, it's going to be easier for them to adapt to the program. Now, that's not necessarily saying that nobody can, like, not everybody can do this. Everybody can um, and you will feel results, you know, immediately because the program is designed to make impact in the body within five minutes.
0: And, Janet, can you tell us, where did this all start for you? Remind our listeners about your story.
2: Yeah, so um, it was a created, you know, kind of, I always say everything in my life was based on accidents, which is truthful. I was in a car accident many years ago. It was just a mini car accident. And I had a chronic shoulder injury from that car accident, and I was told to go to yoga to rehab this injury, and so I went to a yoga class, and I couldn't do typical yoga because I was an athlete my whole life. My hips are tight. My hamstrings are tight. So when I tried to do yoga, I failed at it miserably, right? I was that person in the class that was competing and sweating and doing things that I shouldn't be doing, look awkward. Um, but I, ca- I liked it. And, the re- like, I liked it for different reasons. And the reasons I liked it was for the breathing and relaxation pieces. But as far as the postures went, I just couldn't grasp them. My body hurt. I ended up injuring myself, but I kept going back. It was like a good, bad relationship, right? And so then that is what seeded the creation of yoga. I was like, why isn't there anything out there for bodies like mine who have this idea that maybe I want to try yoga, but my body doesn't really suit those yoga positions? And that's when I created yoga, which is designed for, when I say tighter, I mean less range of motion, like tight, like, like not tight, muscle tight, like not like tight butt, like tight in terms of like their joints and maybe just your structural alignment, right? So and we did that. Yeah, go ahead.
1: And that's a really good point. I just want to clarify that like you're right. So there's a difference between having tight muscles and tight joints because we can train our bodies to be more flexible. But right. if the joint is kind of compromised, and then you're going to create more damage. So I love that comment. I love that people know now that you've created yoga to help those bodies that maybe weren't able to move in certain ways and the joints were restricted in certain ways. So that's a really good point. And that actually leads me to my next question. So you are, you've been an athlete forever, um, and there are a lot of people out there who are athletes and who have been unable to attend the gym, so their bodies are probably feeling it, and I feel like even myself, if I'm not active enough, then my body feels like it's tightening up. So, as an elite athlete, does is yoga great to help keep your body loose and limber for when you're able to get back to the gym and do those intense workouts?
2: Yeah, so it's a, we say yoga kind of lives in the middle, right? We're not really creating bendy, flexible bodies. Like we say, we're not really looking to Um, Change muscle composition composition in fact we encourage our athletes to maintain tight like their muscle fibers right need to be tight so they have power and speed and so their body mechanics can function properly so again our program is all based on joint stability and mobility and based on your structural alignment. So if you look at somebody's pelvis and their shoulder girdle, you're just born with that bone structure. And so our program very much caters to your specific body, your bone structure, and our, what makes our program unique is the cueing system. So we, we cue from the skeletal system. So that means we can't push people past their range of motion. So for people who have tighter joints, right, they maintain safe, the safety, And for people who are hypermobile, that requires a little bit more stabilization from them. So it's just kind of even ground, right? So both bodies can benefit from the program.
0: And is your program for anyone at any age? Um, I would say, like, I
2: mean, I wouldn't throw my grandma who's turning 99 into the program. (laughs) 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 I mean, I would just to make a really fun video, (laughs) like, that would be fun. Um, (laughs) maybe, like, maybe I'm missing a whole different lane
0: of business here. Yeah, there could be a Um, whole demographic there that you're not going after.
2: Yeah, right? But, no, I really do think, I mean, if you don't use it, you lose it, right? And so... We work with kids um, right now, especially with COVID. We've launched a program called Home Team Together where we're funding every single sports team in North America to do yoga. So these kids that are coming online and doing this program with us are as young as 10 years old, right? We're also training you know, our college athletes. We're training mom athletes. We're training corporate athletes. We're training people all the way up until they're 70 years old. So because the program is all body weight, the idea is that you use your body your whole life, so you can do the program anytime.
1: I love that. And so the questions I've been getting. So as a chiropractor, you know, I'm all about the stability, joint stability, uh, the pelvic girdle. And the question I've been getting from a lot of my clients is, I've never exercised, and you know, I'm maybe 20, 30 pounds overweight, and so how am I going to get started? So. I tell them that, you know, you have to start somewhere. And Tina and I had this conversation, you know, it takes a few minutes. So even if somebody feels like they have to lose weight, they can still use yoga to move their bodies. Am I correct?
2: Absolutely. And the 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 second piece of that is just work unless there's pain, right? And it's really understanding what what that word pain means, right? If there's joint pain, like for example, if you're just holding like a plank position as if you're going to to do a push-up and your wrists start to hurt, that means somewhere like in the kinetic chain, meaning from foot to hand, there's some dysfunction or lack of strength, right? And so the program is designed to expose these weakest links, right? And that just means the body's not strong enough to maintain that position. So then we modify and we're like, okay, bring the knees to the floor until you can get strong enough in your core to keep the knees off the floor, right? And so it really again goes back to the person and understanding your body is designed to move and if there's pain in your joints, then you need to be aware of that. But if it's just work, you have to know that as well, right? And that's how we we get the body to change is by working it, right?
1: Right. That's a great point. Um, The kinetic chain and understanding pain. So when you have pain, you need to modify what you're doing. And that's the great thing about yoga is that you can get into a position – and understand where the discomfort, if there is any, and then just move on to another and modify it. I love that.
2: Right. And probably like same theory as you is when, when there is pain in the body, whether it's a shoulder, a hip or foot, it's usually the joint above or below it that's not, I would say it's not doing its job, right? And so if you have knee pain, usually that means your foot stabilizers aren't working, right? And or your hips are too tight or, you know, you're, you don't have you know, hip, hip mobility, whatever it is. People are always like, oh, my knee hurts. I'm like, has nothing to do with your knee. <laughs> you know, you have to look at other parts of your body to understand where the actual pain is coming from. And as you know, it's generally a length of or a lack of strength or a lack of mobility that's causing that pain or alignment.
0: And Jenna, can we ask you what does the yoga program or practice look like? I think many of us are familiar what, with what um, a yoga pose or practice looks like. What does yoga look like?
2: Yes, yeah, there's two pieces to that. So we understand that. Athletes and humans move in three-dimensional plane, right? So we move in this sagittal plane We move in this lateral plane and we move in this transverse plane, which is rotation. And so all of our movements are adapted to those three movement planes and then the second piece of it is we take biomechanics of sports positions, right and we apply movement to those positions to a point where we fatigue the major muscle groups, like the you know the glutes and the quads and these muscles that generally take on the load of the body, we fatigue them so strategically when we come into an isometric hold, which means you're just pausing and holding the position. It forces the body to recruit what we call those intrinsic stabilizers, right? Because most injuries happen in those types of movements, right? It's like oh you you leaned over to do your shoes up and you hurt your back, right? Like it really wasn't a big movement. It was a small movement and you didn't move properly. So what we're suggesting is if in those movements where we know there's injury or where injury happens, that's where we're looking and that's where we, you know, hold the body so the body neuromuscularly can remember that position, find those intrinsic stabilizers right, do it over and over again until your body remembers it, so next time you move into that position, right, your body's familiar, it remembers being there, and that's how we prevent. And so there really is a huge prehab component to our program as well as rehab components.
1: And that's the that's the key point is that your program is about rehabbing and building the strength and the stability. Now, as a chiropractor, I always recommend that, you know, you um, know, patients and clients get into like a stretching program. So I'm a huge proponent and advocate for stretching. Now, if they're gonna start yoga, do you recommend maybe doing some gentle stretching prior to and after, or is that not necessary with the program?
2: It's not really necessary. Again, um, you know, there's all this debate around stretching, right? So I think it, you know, the conversation is more about, like, what does the person need in life, right? And so, you know, of work is with athletes right and so we're looking at you know recovery and different measures of stretching um because to be honest like if i stretch an athlete right and they have to go and play you know 80 minutes of basketball the next day right they're going to come out loose their joints are going to be too exposed their ligaments could have been influence, right, and they're not going to have those type mechanics that we were talking about to perform, right, so in that case, we don't stretch them, right, but if you're, you know, somebody who just is looking for more range of motion and to be more limber and to be more flexible and you walk every day and that makes you feel good, then I would incorporate that into your routine. So. Again, everything that I talk about is always like for the individual, like what are your goals? What do you do every day? And then prescribing programming that makes sense for that body and what they're doing.
1: I love it. Jenna. you are a wealth of knowledge and uh, yoga is an amazing resource for anyone and everyone. Um, And if our listeners want to learn more about it or want to try it, how can they do that?
2: So the easiest is probably just to go on my Instagram, um, at Jogojana, and in my bio, there's links to all of my programs, to my websites, to our online courses, and uh, they can get started there. There's a link there for my fit plan, which right now they get a free week um, trial, so you get to, you know, you can come on, you can try it, see if it's for you. If it's not, it's not for everybody, right? But if it's something you've never done before, you can try it and
0: decide for yourself.
1: I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today, and I hope you stay
0: COVID safe. Yeah, you as well. Thanks, ladies. Have a great day. You Thanks. too. Thank you. And Dr. Claudia, please remind our listeners how to follow you. That's easy. You can follow me
1: on Instagram at Claudia underscore Machiela or my website, www.thecenterforhealth.ca
0: That's our show for this week. If you missed any part of the wellness prescription, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Connect with us on Twitter at 1059 The Region or call 416 335 1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 1059 The Region.